G'day guys, welcome to another series of Darwin's Keeping Up With Kafkas, originally launched in 2016 and we're still going strong in 2018. I know Two Peas in a Pod has taken a little break, uh, that's because Young Gowers is over in the US soaking up all the knowledge of the digital world, having a little break as well. Um, him and Fiona's beautiful wife, I think they left the kids here. Uh, but today, make no exception, we've had wonderful guests uh, throughout the years since launching it in 2016. We've had um, uh, awesome people like uh, Tony Rudd from Free Being. We've had the um, Dash Media, Headley and the Lads. We've had Murray Claire Boothby. We've had John McKenzie. But today, they're without exception, super excited. We have the wonderful Sally Illingworth coming in today. She is from Darwin. Um, I'm not going to give too much away on the intro because I, I want to do it with her. I think her energy is amazing. I haven't uh, met her in person yet. We just know each other through uh, Facebook, LinkedIn. I also uh, The way I got to know her was through her sister. I'll stop talking now because the awesome Sally Illingworth is live in the studio. In the studio. How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm pumped. I'm checking out your awesome studio that's all self-done. Yeah, that that's right. Sick. And you taught yourself all the tech stuff. Taught everything myself. Um, you know, we had a little brief discussion at the back. Yeah. Uh, just to, yeah, like five years ago, I actually worked out the attention was actually changing. Yeah. And I was like, I couldn't. It wasn't morally or ethically correct to go to someone and say. Hey, give me two and a half thousand dollars. I'll put your property in the newspaper. Yeah. When it doesn't sell, I'll come back to you after you give me two and a half thousand dollars. Give me another thousand dollars, and um, we'll give you another two ads. A cost, you know, and then we'll reduce the price and sell yeah. it. That was wrong. Because you put wigs on and stuff like that, right? Well, at the time when I started doing the theme videos, I got one of the one of the best mentors, Glenn Twiddle. He teaches some of the best agents in Australia. Yeah. I got him on board as my coach early on. And he says, you've got to be out there. You've got to be authentic. Mm. So I started marketing so differently. For the next two years, the industry didn't like me. They said, Why? they just said, oh, so he's a clown. He's making us look stupid. He's not professional. You know, you're meant to be like, you know, like this. And... <laughs> And I stuck with it. I believed in it. Yeah. I, I used to get private messages on my YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, you're an idiot. You're a clown. But then what happened, Sally? Phones started to get a little bit smarter. They started to get a little bit quicker. Yeah. And I was already marketing where most of the attention was going. Yeah. So, that's so they version. were already behind. Yeah. But that's what a lot of people do in a lot of industries, though. They don't want to change. And correct. when things start changing, they go, this is fucking bullshit. You yeah, know, correct. Everything's changing. Correct. Now, like, well, change is good, right? Like, And if you jump on it first before everyone else, then you certainly get a foot above the rest. Yeah, yeah wow. Even, like I was saying earlier, Ernie Chin, when I was speaking to him last yeah. night, he said, he's like, no one reads the fucking newspaper anymore. Yeah, but, they, but a lot of them still do that today. But how do they... How do they like, how can you measure the ROI on that? So I recently aired out a uh, mortgagee company. At the moment, it's tough up here, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was asked to do a mortgagee pr uh, proposal for a you know, family that essentially couldn't pay their home. Mm. So I put this proposal forward and I said, the way that we do things is we use video and we use social media. Now, with social media and video, I could show you how many views, how many people are engaged, how many people like. Yeah. They said, oh, no, no, you can't monitor social media. we rather the newspaper. What the fuck? I'm thinking, <laughs> are you acting in the best interest of Territorians? You can't monitor social media. Yes. Now. You're crazy. Yes. Now, let me get into this. Um, guys, the reason, sorry about the little rant about real estate. I might try to chop it out and move it forward. But um, I want to talk about Sally. 
right? Okay. Now, Sally, most recently, the way I connected with her was through LinkedIn and through your sister. Yeah. But I loved how authentic you were. I love your energy because as, you know, I've been doing this business thing for a while. Yeah. I'm more focused on energy now rather than the person. It's so important. Yeah. Energy is that even, I mean, the, a lot of the feedback I'm getting from my videos is people are saying your energy is awesome because they're saying a lot of people just produce really sterile content. I mean, yours has a shitload of energy, like mm. a lot of energy. Mm. And that's why I think people like it. But I think the industry you're in, there's probably still a, quite a few skeptics and they go, well, I'm not sure about this. That's right. But even on LinkedIn, people go, you know, this is not professional. It's like, it's energy, man. Oh, like, it's it's passion. Yep. Like, what's wrong with that? Oh, my word. You yep. know, we're not living in the boardroom, for Christ's sake. Like, Look, she's, she's humble. <laughs> Ladies and now gentlemen. I'm getting worked up. She's humble. <laughs> I can't believe how humble she is. Now, Sally is what I like to call the future of marketing. She's an influencer. She's genuine. People connect with her. If you get it, in, you'll, you'll need her to promote your brand in the future. Let me put that down now and let's go revisit this in two, three years' time where your, you know, yes. your brands are actually using you to market. Now, Sally... Uh, you were recently honoured. What's this? With, what's this? Uh, can you tell me a little bit about this uh, powerhouse thing? Yeah. So a woman, uh, I forget her name. What was her name? Uh, uh, she put something up on LinkedIn talking about powerhouses, and she Shelly. Yeah, yeah, Shelly. And she put up a few different categories. So people uh, that are good at talking about, for example, happiness, trust, um, and all that sort of stuff. And she named me as one of them. Uh, and it w I think she actually named me about energy. Right. Well, energy. funny that. Yeah. Um, and no, sorry, she was talking about age okay. because I obviously been quite young and, yep. and all that sort of stuff. Um, and you know, I sit there and go, my age is not my ability. Uh, and oh, she, she like recognized me and I was like, holy shit, like this is getting serious. You know, people are recognizing content. And I think it goes back to what you were talking about before in terms of doing content that has shitloads of energy. Yep. People love it. Yeah. You know, it almost doesn't matter what you're talking about because people are, you know, day-to-day -day work. Yep. Everyone's so sterile and boring <laughs> that they just need a little bit of life. <laughs> so it's almost like, you know, I don't care if you're talking about real estate or anything. I just yep. want your energy yep. because most people don't have that energy. They lose it. There you go. You know? They wow. get really sterile in their careers and then, you know, it's just like shitty working environments. Now, on top of that, I've, uh, I live in Parap and... Um, Home office in Parap, and we've got a new favourite pizza shop. Mm. And I'm not saying this because you're here. Yeah. Did I not? I was, I was, did I? What did I Instagram you, you last me week? The Instagram, yeah. Five that pizzas. That was awesome. That made my day. Yeah, like so. You've got upper crust pizza. Yeah, so we've got the upper crust range, which is like our premium range. Yep. So the rectangular ones. Oh, whoops. Yep, sorry. And the name <laughs> of your business? Apologies. Crust Pizza Pro. Crust Gourmet Pizza, pizza Bar, yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm a little pizza princess in Parap. Yeah. And can you tell me a little bit about the 20,000 pizzas mission or is it... 20,000, the one yesterday with the Royal... Well, I looked on your LinkedIn. Correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, 200,000 pizzas, I yeah. I apologise. So, there you go. Okay. What are you talking about, Kafka's 20,000? <laughs> 200,000. Okay, so the story with that is yep. uh, background on, on the pizzas. So I've been working with Crust for just over six and a half years now. Right, right. Uh, and over the course of the six and a half years, I calculated that with my own two hands, I would have made in the vicinity of 200,000 pizzas, right? Physically made them myself, not eaten. Some people ask me, like, you ate 200,000 pizzas? I'm like, no, 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 made. Like, you've hustled made. and you've yep. done 
put some pepperoni on there, um, some cheese. That is inspiring. And then the reason I put it on LinkedIn is because yep. I'm not sure if you've seen, but quite a few people, particularly, uh, for example, people who are in like the venture capital scene and yep. such, yep. they'll put on there, for example, how much money they've raised. So maybe right. I've raised over $200 million. Sure, sure. And I see that quite often. I thought, oh, that looks really impressive. And I'm like, but I haven't really raised shitloads of money. So I was like, hmm, I'm going to play on that and put a figure in there. But what figure can I put? And I was like, I'm going to put how many pizzas I made. That is so I was like, it's a little bit ridiculous. But what? I was like, people probably think I'm a joke. But I was like, you know what? I'm proud of that. <laughs> oh, my. You are far from a joke. As I said, you are an influencer. And anyone who gets to hear this, it's a blessing. that you. And you I'm should, so excited to be here. You should be charging for this content. Why? Well, you should be. I'm just saying. Because right. you don't get this kind of authenticity, even from. I love it though. I'm gonna switch it again a little bit to. Um, we have AREC, which is the Australian-wide national real estate conference, yeah. right? And a few real estate agents in Australia have worked out now, most recently, that you actually don't get that much uh, from our mentors anymore because it's almost to a point we've overtaken our mentors. Yeah, right. I don't want to sound yeah. like a dick, no, but no, no. we used to learn from our elders, right? Yeah. But it's now our elders can't teach us. They need to learn from us. Yeah. I think you're 100% right. I yeah. was talking to someone the other week about that, actually. And, you know, for example, large corporations, they'll have like a board of advisors. Yep. So they're independent to the company and they advise <laughs> the managers, right? Yep. And this person was saying to me, they said, you know, in the past, it's been about on your board of directors, you might have, you know, diversity in terms of the industries they come from and gender. You know, gender is always the big one. We right. need males and females. Right. And this person was saying to me that they need to start exploring diversity with age as well because they said a lot of the people running companies now, yep. they don't. the world's changed so quickly. They've disconnected. And younger people understand it far better. So we need diversity in terms of age on boards so that the companies can keep up because oh, they, can't, they don't get it. Oh, can I, can, let me add to that. So one of the greatest moments for me was... Uh, I know Mark Zuckerberg sat in front of Congress for yeah. two days. Now, I actually watched the 14 hours. Wow. And I'll tell you why. Because I've been preaching this in my previous podcast. Yeah. And it sort of validated what I've been saying. Because for the first time in a while, after those two days, Mark Zuckerberg's Facebook stocks rose. Did you, Were you aware of that? Oh, I, someone did tell me that. Yeah. yeah. But the, the underlying thing of this that I was so proud of Yeah is you have the world's biggest economy, you have the bosses of the world's biggest economies, yeah. hammering one little dude, <laughs> right? And he made them all look silly. Yeah. And that proves my point yeah. as one little young innovator can overtake whole, you know, yeah. the world's biggest economy. You're exactly right. I only, I didn't watch the full 14 hours. Sure. Good on you. That's fucking yeah. awesome. Um, yeah. But I did see a few snippets and I think they were snippets people had sort of pulled together <laughs> yeah. as a joke because it was funny. Oh, yeah, the joke and one. And some yeah, of yeah, the yeah. questions, you know, they're, that they're asking him, for example, <laughs> you know, how, how do you, something to the effect of like, how, how do you survive in business? How do you make money? And he's like, Congress. we sell ads. Congresswoman, we sell advertising. Yeah. <laughs> It's crazy, but that, and some of the questions they asked, you can tell that they actually don't understand the way the world has changed and Correct. how a lot of the way Facebook operates and all that sort of stuff, that's the world we live in today. Yeah. But the questions they ask demonstrate that they do not understand that. So they're trying to play catch up. So how can you actually investigate someone if you don't even understand the basics of their business? Like so it ties with everything we've been saying. Yeah. Yeah, change is a big one. So what's like with you, the way you market in real estate? Do you sure. still cop shit for it now? No, not as much. And I'll tell you why. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so, you know, I started doing videos mm -hmm. and uh, apart from YouTube, so yeah. 
uh, I'm not trying to brag here, but you know, I've got the, the, the most viewed YouTube channel in the Northern Territory wow. for a real estate channel. Wow. Right? Real estate's boring. It's bigger than like your, your, your Ray Whites and stuff like that. Okay, I'm going to say this. I haven't said this before, but I'm, I'm going to say it. Yeah. I want you to combine all your big agencies, yeah. right? Your, your blues, your reds, your yellows. Yeah. I want you to combine the four biggest. Yeah. I want you to put them all together. So that could be a total of 70 agents. Yeah. Right. There's only two of us and it's a team of four. We've got a bigger following than all of them combined. And do you think that's sheerly because of the way you you do content differently? Correct. So, so sterile, so, so old school stuff? I used to get dressed up and do funny videos. That connected with the audience. Mm -hmm. A lot of them laughed, but a, a few, very few saw the, the magic in it. Hey, I've watched the whole real estate video. Because oh, there's you. nothing more boring than a real estate agent. <laughs> Look at these nice painted walls. Rah, 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 rah. Welcome. And, you know, we're, I we're get like... You. So they're so engaged with what you guys are doing and what you're dressed like that they don't realise that they're, they're actually being marketed to and, property. And what started to happen was mm. when I started doing the funny theme video, there was, you would say, 10 agents around Australia doing them five and a half years ago. Yeah. Now there's hundreds of them doing getting in the news all the time. Really? So, again, I didn't invent this stuff. I got a mentor that was really on forward thinking yeah. and I implemented faster than 95% of agencies ever teached around Australia. So you're certainly an example then. Yeah. So even though you might not have started, you're an example and you led sort of the way. And it I, was... I brought it up here in Darwin yeah. and then straight away I thought, oh, my God, this is starting to work after two years and all the other agencies are going to catch up and start doing videos. Yeah. Sally, it's been five years. I've only just started doing videos like a year ago. That's crazy. Isn't it? Because they, they, I would ask, how come you guys, because I've got f certain friends and certain agencies, yeah. and I would say, how come you guys aren't doing video? Oh, you know, we've got our head manager that's going to come up and teach us how to do it. Ra 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 ra. And I used to hear the same stories. Yeah. I don't, why is that though? What do they mean, teach us how to do videos? I don't get it. I don't get it. So, just it's get some personality together. Go and get your property and just no. Do it. But oh. but but I I guess here's what it is. Um, in this world, power is shifting. You know, you used to be the big boss, and you used to just teach what you could mm. teach, so they could be good, but never great. Yeah. So they never wanted you to be great. Yeah. Now, they never wanted you to be better than them. Yeah. Right? Because then you're a threat. Yeah, yeah. So I've done it the opposite way, where it's I just give, give, give. Yeah. Tell you exactly how it is, and if you can benefit from me, from it, let me know. Yeah. And no, it was a new concept up here. Yeah. I think you're. Yeah. You make you sort of indirectly. You make a good point on um, the change in power. So you're saying you know previously like your mentors were sort of you look up to them and they lead the way, but now mm. particularly with social media, so whether it's Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, anything. Everyone can have power. Everyone and anyone yep. can become somebody. Spot on. And like you were using the word before, influence. Influence other people. My so word. whether it's directly associated with your job, so if you're a real estate guy or you have a pizza business, anyone can get that power if they figure out, for example, how to do video and communicate their message. And how to connect in today's world. Yeah. So that's what oh, I find. Wow. You, like you do pizza, but no one in the Northern Territory does pizza like you. Yeah. That's why I connected with you. Yeah. I mean, even with LinkedIn, like just thinking about video and getting started. So I, I get it's a bit different because my video approach obviously is not necessarily directly associated with the work I do, but 
when you're saying, for example, the other real estate agents go, oh, we need someone to train us and teach us how to do it. Yep. And I mean, you're overcomplicating something that's so simple. Like for Correct. example, with mine, I thought, you know what, for almost for a bit of fun, I had no agenda. I was like, I'm just going to start producing videos on LinkedIn. Yep. Started doing just the art of the start, just get started. Right. And you figure it out along the way. Oh, I, I get it. If you're, if you're marketing a business, you probably need to be a little bit more professional about it. But I think that's why people are connecting and that's why my following's growing so quickly you, because it's just raw and it's like I'm learning along the way and we're doing this together. I'm not trying to overstage this so that, you know, because I'm not worried about what I'm saying. No, no. If I slip up or I have to correct myself, like I'm human. It's Authenticity, cool. my friend. Yeah. So I guess I put it like this. You're following on LinkedIn. Yeah. You can put all the pizza shops in the Northern Territory together yeah. and you're following alone beats all of them combined with all the big agencies. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I, I don't want to keep going back to pizza because to me, you're an influencer and you are the marketing future. <laughs> you are the marketing future. Actually, thinking about, obviously, like, for example, in your case, uh, I can imagine for you with iProperty, a lot of people, I suppose, whether they follow or engage with iProperty, it's because of you as a person, Correct. right? Correct. And I, I was at uh, the World Business Forum in Sydney the other week, and a woman gave a presentation yep. on trust and how there's a huge trust change happening in the world. So, for example, in right. the past, right. we would... For example, think about banks. We trusted the big institutions. So we didn't necessarily trust people. Right. It was, okay, they're a well-established business. We trust them. But now it's changing and people are trusting people more. That's Even with things like ride-sharing and stuff, it's we're trusting people more than we trust organisations. Even look at, you know, Facebook is an example or the Royal Commission into the banks at the moment. Yep. We trust person to person more Correct. than we trust the big institutions Spot anymore. on. So I say the way that I say that is no one cares about Ray White. No yep. one cares about iProperty. No. But they care about the person. Yep. Yep. And if they connect with you, then they're going to subsequently connect with your business. Correct. And that's Correct. the way to do it. So, yeah, I think like, people are the way of the future. It's not it's like big brands anymore. The brands fall under a lot, the people. We're giving a lot of gold right oh, here no, right now. <laughs> Can I ask about, I know you've uh, recently in uh, been blessed to get on stage and, mm -hmm. and on a few recent forums or uh, on stage in Sydney, was it? Uh, yeah, so I was invited to speak at the Australian Arab Business Network monthly dinner. Um, well and done. Yeah, it, it was pretty cool, to be honest. There was a room of about 120. Yep. A lot of them actually property developers and investors, stuff like that. Right. Um, so it was a bit sort of uh, overwhelming, actually, because okay. I was talking about the topic of personal branding and the mindset you need to be in to leverage on personal branding. Uh, because wow. obviously, like I was just saying, like traditionally, you know, people trusted organizations. So it was all about just marketing and branding your organization, not you as a person who yep. is leading the organization. So when I went in there, I was actually a little bit nervous thinking, you know, all these well-established investors and stuff that I look up to. But the, I mean, the response was overwhelming and everyone seemed to love that. And I thought, okay, this is, this is good. Yeah, yeah this really is good. refreshing. Yeah. So um, yeah, I did that one and I've actually recently been invited to speak at the, uh, it's not 100% confirmed yet, but the, the world, uh, the uh, World Forum for Foreign Direct Investment in Sydney next year. Okay, I couldn't even say that, but yeah, okay. Which is crazy. <laughs> um, and they want me to speak. So it's not 100% confirmed, but that'll be sometime next year. So it's, it's exciting. Very so, proud. And yeah. can I just 
um, can I just ask about your story? Now, you're originally from Darwin? So I was I was actually born in Derby in Western Australia. Do you yep. know where that is? No. It's three hours outside of Broome. So gotcha. very top. Okay. Uh, came here in 2003 um, okay. for my dad's work. So the whole family moved here. Yep. Uh, then 2011 moved to Sydney to do my final three years of school, left home, lived with my dad's business partner for two years. Right. And it was in uh, 2012 I started working at Crust. And then... Yeah, and then it sort of all just comes Sorry, so you, so you were just working as an employee? Yeah, I started at a store answering phones. I was just a, a phone girl. Hustle. Yeah. You hustled. I thought it sounded $10 an hour. Right. Man, that's so and that's why awesome. when I hear people complain, you know, like they just start a job or something, and you know, I'm only getting paid fifteen dollars an hour. It's like, dude, I started on ten bucks an Man. hour. Man, like you, you just got to work your ass off, and that, you were, and because when I started, I was casual. It's <gasps> okay, casual, right? So it was, and I wanted to earn my own money. That's why I went and got a job, um, and I didn't want my parents to give me money anymore. And I mean, I had maybe one, two shifts a week, and I needed more money. I was like, how am I going to get more shifts? It was like work hard learn everything in the business so that I become more valuable. And, and that's how I did it, right? That's how I thought from the outset. <laughs> oh, valuable information right there, ladies and gentlemen, because um, a, a lot of people see a lot of people's success now mm -hmm. and they expect it so quickly. They yeah. all expect success so quickly. Yeah. They're not willing to put in the hours and hours and hours and effort to do it. 100% mm -hmm. right. Especially in, like, if you think about the way Think about the mobile phone, for example, in sure. today's world and how instantly we can get gratification from something or get something done or achieve something, yep. you know, whether yep. it's contact someone, access information, whatever it is. Yep. Yep. So the, in, we're in a world now where it's like instant gratification. We can get things quickly, right. quicker than we ever could before. Right, right, right. And that translates over into people's expectations of success as well. And they go, wow, very you know well what I mean? Like, they go, well, I'm not achieving success really quickly. And all they look at is in the media of people like Being Facebook. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's a quote, actually, I don't know who said it originally, uh, something like, all overnight, most overnight successes yep. were 15 years in the making. Correct. I, I put up a similar meme like that. Yeah. 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 You know, because people just, they just see it in the media and they go, oh my God, I want that. And it's like, little do you know, the work that went on in the The pain, the background, yep. the sweat, the tears, the blood. Yep. Yeah, but most people don't, you know, they don't, they don't, uh, I suppose, respect that or appreciate that just because they haven't seen it. Yeah. They don't yep. know that it was going on. Um, and it is crazy, you know, it's great. And I, I worry about like the future generations because of the way we live now, you know, and even unfortunately, I've experienced it with my siblings to an extent. Right. You right, know, like right. they, they, if they don't achieve things extremely quickly, they get easily discouraged. Throw the, they're yeah. like, no, that's not for me, so quickly. And I'm like, just keep going. you just got to be persistent. you got to persevere. Like, it's not all, you know, rosy. Yeah. Just because you see on social media all the good sides, right, of people showcasing their work, it doesn't mean you're not working yeah. your fucking ass off in the back. Let me ask you something about um, one of my mentors that I watch on stage a lot. Mm -hmm. um, are, are you aware of Gary Vaynerchuk? Just, just, yeah. Just, yeah. Just so like don't it. actively watch his stuff, but I do have seen a bit. And I think he's fucking yeah. brilliant. Yeah. So, so he says now, you know, you're going to put in the effort, right? But don't do things for likes. Mm -hmm. Just do it because you're authentic. And mm -hmm. if you're not good in front of a camera, you don't need to be. Learn what you're good at yeah. and go all in on it. Yeah. And most people, again, don't go all in on it. 
Yeah, 100%. And I think there, there is that pressure, and that's probably what he's talking about. You know, people look at what everyone else is doing online and they go, I've got to do that, so I'm just going to imitate. And it doesn't but work. They, yeah, because they're not authentic and it's not real. It's not natural for them or they can't pull it off. <laughs> and then they go, oh, it, it's not my fault. You know I mean? Life's unfair. Yeah, it's like, absolutely. No, it's not. Absolutely. Like, find what you're good at, hone in on those skills, and you'll be fine. Let me ask you something. Um have you got your own podcast or have you smashed your own YouTube channel? No. What? I know. You would crush it. Someone's told me to start putting my videos on YouTube. Definitely. They said you should because I, I do actually get quite a few questions from people saying, hey, you know, I've got a friend or a, a, a family member that I want to watch your videos, but they're not on LinkedIn or anything. Correct. Can yep. you send me a YouTube link? And I'm like, shit, I don't have one. So, And I've been told to do a podcast as well, but. I mean, you're the, you're the podcast expert. Well, I'm I, sitting here looking at this studio and all your self-taught skills and I'm like, oh, that's intimidating. Hey, we're, we're, <laughs> a similar, we're, up, we're brought up similar. <laughs> you can do it. But um, I just thought it was strange that I live in Darwin. Yeah. Um, and at the time, there was only one podcast that spoke about, oh, sorry, Mike, that spoke about um, Darwin. It was, uh, I think it was a 104.9 I think her name was Jackie Bowie or Jack Bowie. But like she's, the radio 104. Yeah, and it wasn't a real podcast where we're ungoverned, we can mm. say what we want. Yeah. And I thought, hold on a minute, there's no other podcast? And if you listen to uh, our terrestrial radio stations, yeah, I, I do think they're a bit dated now, you yeah. know, same old content, govern and ads and boring, boring. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, hold on. Boring. Two years ago, I'm like, uh, let me play around with this podcast stuff. So I launched Keeping Up With Kafka's Two years ago in 2016 with a cheap, where is it? It's here somewhere. So keeping up with Kafka's, and was it just initially you from the outset? Yeah, it was just me. Oh, no, no. And or I was, was Lauren on? Or? No, it was, Lauren was, funny you say that. <laughs> Lauren was in the very first episode Yeah. Um, of keeping up with Kafka's in 2016. That's great, keeping up with Kafka's. Yeah, well, I, anyway, yes. <laughs> and... Uh, um, so she was on it, and then I started interviewing people that I thought were innovators for Darwin. Yeah. So now we relaunched. I've still got this is picking up with Kafka's now. This is not done weekly, but I've got two peas in a pod. So my yep. colleague Peter, um, we do a weekly show where we talk about Darwin, yeah. unscripted, ungoverned, have a bitch, um, enjoy, celebrate. Yeah. And now we're sort of throwing it out to the world, come visit Darwin. Yeah. And what's inadvertently happened is – We've had four, 400% growth month over month. Wow. Our second biggest audience is from the US and now third biggest listeners is now in France. And we get this from all these new analytics. And you, and this podcast... That's crazy. Yeah. And this podcast and the one in um, uh, Two Peas in a Pod can be found anywhere apart from Spotify, which we're working with now. So okay. any Android, any uh, any app, CastBox, um, iHeartRadio, Stitcher... We're all on everything. Yeah, wow. Yeah. I can't, that's incredible yeah. that you've got an, a huge audience, US, France. Growing. Why do, you, do, do you know why that is? Like, yep. Why the US and why France? How you did ready? that come about? This is why I think you're going to uh, take this to the next level, and I hope you're the next person to do this, is because we all know about Sydney. We all know about Melbourne. We've heard about Perth. We've heard about Queensland. Darwin? What the fuck is Darwin? <laughs> don't, don't they have just these... Where is Darwin? Where's, where the fuck is Darwin? Don't, don't they have 
like, you know, a few crocodiles roaming the streets <laughs> because it's the way we're depicted, right? Yeah. So what we're starting to do now, there's people all over the world that have either visited here or grown up here or left. Yeah. And then they go, oh, finally, someone talking about Darwin. Yeah, wow. So, so people are like very intrigued because like, what's huh? this place in what's Australia? What's this Darwin? That's apparently a capital city and we've never heard of Correct. it. Correct. Like, yeah, wow. So not, not much in it, but authenticity in, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I love the two peas in the pod, by the way. Yeah, so that, that's great. Actually, did you actually know that we actually launched it at the start of the year, but it wasn't called that. Yeah, it was called uh, something morons. Yeah, legendary uh, morons. Legendary morons. Because yep. whether you think we're legendary, that's up to you. Whether you think we're morons, you might be completely right. <laughs> um, or maybe a combination. Of yeah, the or maybe there's a combination <laughs> of both. You're correct, but um, a few uh, innovators in this town suggested maybe changing it yeah and i took it on board when we you know i like listening to feedback i don't need positive feedback um no you want honest feedback i want right? honest feedback it's positive negative yeah yeah and then we changed it to two peas in a pod so thank you leon logger nathan from ward keller for oh, that's awesome. seriously suggesting I that love, i love the guys at ward keller and i'll tell you something else and i'll promise the last thing i'll say is australian advertisers have tripled down this particular year on podcast advertising and we're in in and, and what we've done is whilst sorry to do this to you terrestrial radio is starting to you know yeah. drop in listeners we've got our first corporate sponsor on board being ward keller wow that's awesome so the way that you do it in a podcast is again similar to what cable did to netflix where yeah. um you know, Netflix is so popular because it's in your own time. Mm -hmm. This podcast is in your own time. You can listen to it whenever you want. Yeah. And there's no ads every bloody how long. But with our, our two peas in a pod, there's a little ad at the start, 45 seconds yeah. about uh, Ward Keller. And, uh, yeah, it's growing. Yeah, wow. I was actually speaking to someone uh, the other day from the radio industry. Um, oh, and yeah? How real were they? <laughs> oh, look, good person. Oh, and great, was great. very real and said that... Great. Um, said that he actually thinks like radio's it's going down well i like right? this person already he's yep. a realist and he said that he said i can imagine in say 10 years yep. it's going to be very very different he said that um uh i mean and i'm i'm sure he won't no one will know who he is so i'm not going to mention it so yeah, he great. shouldn't mind that i say this but he said that he envisions that the way radio if you like could look in the future sure. is that You'll probably still have, say, for example, your your key announcers. So whether it's a Kyle and Jackie O or something. Love it, yeah. So you still have those key people, but their mm -hmm. announcements and their shows are pre-recorded. Okay. And that you will have some sort of app or software where you choose your podcast. Okay. Obviously, podcasts are a huge thing, and they're huge. going very. Quickly. They're growing huge, and it's like a replacement, an alternative to radio. You get li to listen to probably more valuable content. Correct. You know, you can mix your music in there if you want. And he said he envisioned you almost have this hub yep. where you can, for example, go, okay, well, I want the Kyle and Jackie O show and I want to put it on this playlist. And you might have like a combination of music files, podcasts you like, and their show. Right. So you almost create like your own custom radio. Radio show, yeah. That would work. a bit of everything. That's clever. Does that make sense? That makes total sense. And that's what sense. I thought. I said, well, like, you've really thought about this. And, yeah. and like you said, he's a realist. He said that's the way he envisions it going, something similar like that. He's onto something. Because people are yep. tuning out of radio. Sally, um, I'm blessed to have you today. Yeah, thank you for I'm your awesome. time. Thank you for having me. Um, can I? Can can we close it out? Um, what would be your biggest advice to, let's say, a twenty to thirty year old 
getting in this corporate world, yeah. um, what would, I don't know, be one of your, something they could take away from this podcast? Yeah, right. Um, okay, let me think. From the heart. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to think. Mm. With a focus on, like, just with LinkedIn and stuff like that in mind and discovering, you know, rather recently in the last 12, 14 weeks, the power of it, yeah. um, but not limited to LinkedIn, I think one of the biggest things would be is that, like I said, that, that discussion I heard from a woman in Sydney the other week about the way trust is changing in yeah. society, yep, yep. that for big corporates and all that sort of stuff, yep. a big one for them is putting faces to the business. And I yeah. actually did uh, a, a, a hour and a half brainstorming session with uh, some of the Qantas Ventures marketing team right, about right. this and personal branding for not just the leaders of the organisation, but employees within the organisation as a corporate firm, because not only yeah. does it help the employees right. in terms of building their brand personally and professionally, yep. but it also improves the credibility of the organisation. Because if you have evangelists everywhere in the business, like that's incredible, right? So that would be the biggest thing is putting more faces to the business. Love it. Um, because there's, you know, if you employ teams, some corporates, you know, you employ teams of like two, three, 500 people. Yep. Like you're, you're not capitalizing on having those people there. You've just got them hidden in an office. Put them on the forefront because people will trust them and fall in love with them. Wow. That would be a big one. <laughs> Thanks for having me though. This oh, is awesome. Thank you for awesome. coming through. I love your Sally. energy. It's no, it's, it's been great. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs>